The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Holly, do you too? He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say Menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. Unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. It's the power of Christ that compels you. Guilty beyond the whole human race. It's the Lord who expects you. He who is coming to judge both the living and the dead and the world by fire.
How's it and welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono in the 808. I'm the poor man. <laughs> and I'm Dr. Aloha. <laughs> and this is our Halloween Hawaii podcast part two. And we're going to be getting right into it. Obviously, we're going to be focusing on a little bit of The Exorcist because a couple of the greatest movies I've ever watched. It was, well, Exorcist was probably the scariest. How was Exorcist for you? Oh, terrible. Terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. It, it, back when it came out, I can't think it was the late 70s. I think it was a, sometime in the 70s. People were like screaming and leaving the theaters. They were so scared they couldn't even watch it. I wasn't so, alive yet. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> it was a scary time to go see a movie like that. Like that changed everything. That changed movies forever. And uh, we wanted to bring that into this podcast. Uh, the patron-only show was based around Michael Myers and Halloween. And uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of everything. Well, luckily, I never had to watch The Exorcist in the theater because oh that God. probably would have freaked me out, too. Oh, yeah, especially <laughs> if that was the first time out in theaters and yeah. no one's ever seen a movie like that. Oh, <laughs> oh my no. God. So today what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing some kind of like a creep show type of thing. You know, if you watch, if you ever, you know, read the creep show comic books or seen the creep show movies, it's a bunch of short little stories. And this is the first time we're doing this. And the patron-only one was a really great success, and now we're going to be getting into the one for the free podcast. Yeah, and these are more of a combination of the cute and scary stories, whereas the patron-only one was pretty scary. Yeah, you know, I can't remember exactly all the different ones that we did, but this first story, this particular first story, is a fun story. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of slowly slides off into the abyss. Yes, it does. <laughs> So let's get going. Are we ready? All right. All right. So first up, we have Jack the Pineapple O'Lantern. <laughs> Love it. Once upon a Halloween night in the tropical paradise of Hawaii, something extraordinary was about to happen. In the heart of Honolulu, on a small lanai, a group of friends had gathered for a special Halloween celebration. They weren't carving traditional pumpkins as the cost was so frightening. <laughs> so That's the true. locals decided they were crafting jack-o'-lanterns out of pineapples instead. Among the group was a mischievous little carved pineapple named Jack. Jack was excited to be the center of attention this year. He had always admired the glowing faces of the carved pumpkins, but never thought he could join in the fun being a pineapple. Aww. With a mischievous grin and a few well-placed coconut husk teeth, <laughs> Jack was ready to become the spookiest fruit in town. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> As the sun dipped below the horizon, the friends lit the candles inside their lanterns, and the lanai came alive with an eerie glow. Jack's pineapple lantern was particularly radiant. His warm golden light illuminated the night, casting playful shadows on the swaying palms. Laughter filled the air as the group shared stories and played Halloween games. But Jack had a plan to make the night even more memorable. When everyone was least expecting it, he rolled off the <laughs> lanai and into the garden, his glowing grin leading the way. <laughs> Jack ventured through the lush garden, illuminating the tropical flowers and catching the attention of the local lizards. With each turn, his golden light painted a beautiful path in the darkness. He even found a friendly snail that joined his adventure, its shell gleaming in the lantern's light. Mm. 
The pair wandered to the nearby beach, where the moonlight danced on the waves creating an enchanting ambiance. The gentle lapping of the ocean in the cool breeze created a magical feeling in the air. Jack's golden glow and the snail's shimmering shell turned the beach into an otherworldly wonderland. Aww. As the night went on, the friends noticed Jack's absence and went searching for him. They discovered his radiant trail, which led them to the secluded beach. The lantern-lit beach and the mesmerizing scene left everyone in awe. Jack, the pineapple jack-o'-lantern, had turned their Halloween into a tropical enchantment where snails from all over the forest circled Jack in his light. So cool. Together, everyone watched the moonlight shimmer on the ocean and Jack's glow cover the beach in light. Jack, the mischievous pineapple, had turned the night into light as everyone celebrated under the moon with laughter, friendship, and the glow of the little pineapple who stole the show. show. Oh, so cute. That is a super cool one. My friends and I do that a lot too. We did oh. it last year. This would be a great children's book. It would be, right? Oh my God. Something to think about. We may, <laughs> we may have to do that. All right. Okay, we're going to go back in time, back to the... 20s, 30s, and 40s, and we're going to be playing in between each story we do. We're going to be playing some old spooky songs. So let's go listen to a bunch of old songs of Halloween, and then we'll be right back. Sounds fun. Mr. Simon. Thank you. 
care what the weatherman says when the weatherman says it's raining. You'll never hear me complaining. I'm certain the sun will shine. I don't care how the weather vane points when the weather vane points to gloomy. It's gotta be sunny to me when your eyes look into mine. Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those creepers? Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Cause y'all get up, how'd they get so lit up? Cause y'all get up, how'd they get that size? Golly gee, when you turn those heaters on, woe is me. Got to put my cheaters on. Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those creepers? Oh, those weepers, how they hypnotize. Yeah, where'd you get those eyes? My cheetahs on. Creepers, creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Oh, those weepers. How they hypnotize. Knock me out. Where'd you get those eyes? Where'd you get them? Won't you put me wide? Don't you die, man. Pay to advertise. Tell them something. Where did you get those eyes? Oh, 
horseman needs a head With a hip, hip, hip and a clippity-clop Why, he's out looking for a head to chop So don't stop to figure out a plan Cause you can't reason with a headless man With a hip, hip, hop and a clippity-clop Look out! We know what we're talking about Believe me You better watch your cues But take a look at the people who ignored the old good book Change your ways, you'll find it pays Cause you can't be a haint if you ain't Kinda crazed, I guess you'd say Take our word, we know what we're talking about You know, this is a pretty spooky thing we're doing here You don't mind if I turn on another light, do you? Hmm? little goblin who had a broken broom when he went anywhere it would wobble in the air and his heart would fill with gloom he tried so hard to fix it every night but he just couldn't get it working right the wobbling goblin with the broken broom could never fly too high For right at the takeoff Another piece would break off And soon he would be dangling in the sky Each evening just as he would leave the ground His radio would say Control tower to goblin Your broomstick is wobbling You better make a landing right away It soon got so he could only ride when the witches took him piggyback Until at last he used his brain and bought himself an aeroplane So if you'll look for him on Halloween, you'll see him zip and zoom no harm can befall him, no longer can they call him The Wobbling Goblin with the Broken Broom Halloween, you'll see him zip and zoom. 
No harm can befall him, no longer can they call him the wobbling goblin with the broken broom. All right, those were so cool. Okay, we're going to get into the next story. The Screaming Banshee of Manoa Valley. Ooh, and this is true. This is legit. Oh, boy. Manoa Valley, a lush and picturesque paradise nestled on the island of Oahu, is a place of serene beauty, but it's held a dark secret for all who dared to venture into its depths. For deep within the valley, a sinister legend loomed, the legend of the Manoa Screaming Banshee. The story of the Screaming Banshee began generations ago when a young Hawaiian woman named Kalani fell in love with a British sailor named James. Their love was forbidden and their secret desires took place under the cover of night. Eventually they planned to elope and escape the judgment of their families and the rigid social norms of the time. On the eve of their escape, Kalani and James sent out on a perilous journey into Manoa Valley. With its dense foliage and hidden dangers, they believed that once they reached Manoa, they would be free to be together in a small valley village. As they ventured deeper into the valley, an ominous storm gathered overhead. Lightning split the sky, and torrential rains turned the earth to mud beneath their feet. Disorientated and exhausted, they became lost in the dense forest the treacherous terrain preventing them from reaching their final destination. The elements raged against them, and in a moment of desperation, Kalani cried out in anguish, her scream echoing through the valley. In that very instance, a bolt of lightning struck a nearby tree, sending fiery debris falling upon her. James rushed to her side, but it was too late. Kalani's life had been extinguished by the unforgiving storm her anguished screams forever etched into the valley's memory. James, heartbroken, returned to Honolulu and eventually sailed back to England. He never spoke of the tragic night in Manoa Valley again. This is a sad story. Yeah. The valley, it seemed, held on to Kalani's scream and it refused to release it. Over the years, hikers and wanderers who dared to enter the depths of the valley claimed to hear the anguished wails of a woman. The banshee's cries could be heard echoing through the dense foliage and the sound sent chills down their spines. The legend of the screaming banshee of Manoa Valley screamed throughout the islands, attracting ghost hunters and thrill seekers from all over. Some claim to have witnessed a ghostly figure, a young woman in a flowing white gown, her face contorted in agony. As the years passed, the legend of the screaming banshee only grew more terrifying. Her cries were believed to be a warning, a harbinger of disaster to come and those who heard her scream were said to be cursed, doomed to face misfortune, or even death as she did. Jeez. Today, the Seven Bridges of Manoa Valley and its small village has become a place where few dare to venture after nightfall, and tales of the Banshee's haunting and blood-curling screams still persist. Locals know to tread lightly, to avoid the heart of this valley, for the screaming Banshee's anguished cries remain a testament to the tragic love that met its end on that fateful night in Manoa Valley. But it's such a pretty hike. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, this tr- story is completely fact. This is the most haunted trail that I've had serious issues on. But I know I've you gotten, have. Yes, I've, terrible things have happened to me on this trail. Yeah. From getting sick and almost feeling like I was going to die and want to vomit, 
to a spirit following me to my house to taking the trail in and having the trail change on the way out to where as if something was in there moving the trail for us now where it is Kamapua'a the demigod the pig god of Pele her late boyfriend is in the valley as well so you have to deal with the banshee and Kamapua'a this is not a good place to spend your day <laughs> even though it's a beautiful valley and it's, it's a beautiful trail it's so gorgeous I know but this is what is going on <laughs> So, this is legit. you got to be careful out there in Hawaii. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and take our middle break. Now, we're going to be playing the best Hawaii Halloween movie ambience. Is that right? I say ambience. Ambience. <laughs> and we put this all together for you. There's going to be some Freddy and some Jason and some Michael and some it and everything in there well that sounds fun yeah so enjoy the next about 20 to 30 minutes and we'll be back to do a few more stories all right
here. As a matter of fact, it was.
from last Halloween. Awaken the spirits with your tambourine. Creepies and crawlies, toads in a pun. Let there be music from regions beyond. Wherever you dwell, give us a hint by ringing a bell. All right, we are back. That was cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We're going to get back into the Halloween stories. We have a few more. So next up, we have the Menehune full moon. Ooh, I really, I really like this story. The Menehune. I'm telling you, what a story. Yeah, this is a good one. You ready? There's a lot of history behind the Menehune. For sure. All right, let's hear it. I'm excited. In the heart of the lush Hawaiian rainforest, when moonlight filtered through the dense foliage, an ancient legend came to life during each full moon, and this year, it just so happens to fall on Hallow's Eve. It was a legend of the Menehune, the mischievous dwarfs of Hawaiian folklore. The Menehune were known to be expert craftsmen, building incredible structures during the cover of night. But during full moons, they had a different purpose, to play tricks on unsuspecting villagers. <laughs> They're known for that, just like Maui. <laughs> on this Hallow Eve's full moon, in a small village nestled near the dense forest, lived a young woman named Lani. She had heard tales of the Menehune's pranks and was both curious and apprehensive about encountering them. Despite the warnings of her elders, Lani decided to venture into the forest during this full moon to see if the stories were true. As the moon rose high in the night sky, its silvery glow bathed the forest in an eerie light. Lani cautiously made her way into the forest, the sounds of the night surrounding her. The rustling leaves and distant calls of animals added to her anticipation. Deeper into the forest, Lani began to notice something strange. Her walking path seemed to shift when she wasn't looking. Oh, see that? That's what I was just talking about. Yeah. And her footsteps echoed mysteriously, as if someone else were walking beside her. She couldn't help but feel a strange combination of fear and excitement. Mm. Suddenly, in the moonlight, she spotted a group of tiny shadowy figures dancing in the clearing. It was the Menehune. They were no taller than her knee, with playful expressions and twinkling eyes. The Menehune darted around playing tricks on each other as mischief prevailed. (laughs) One of them, the leader, approached Lani and grinned mischievously. He playfully tugged at her dress and then vanished into thin air. The other Menehune joined in the fun teasing and playing pranks on her, but vanishing before she could tease back. Lani, cheerful and gay, ran deeper into the forest as she heard more laughter in the distance. Again, she came upon more little people laughing and playing more tricks. Lani couldn't help but join as she danced with the Menehune, laughed at their jokes, and even tried her hand at a few (laughs) pranks. The dwarfs, it seemed, were delighted to have a human companion for the night. But as the full moon began to wane, the Menehune stopped their tricks and became silent as their chief came forward to Lani. As he approached her, all the other Menehune vanished into thin air. 
He told Lani to come close as he whispered in her ear. Her eyes widened as the chief smiled with the tip of his nose. With a sense of relief, Lani promised his request as she bid her newfound friends farewell. As she made her way back to the village, Lani couldn't help but smile. The Menehune had been everything the legend spoke of and more, but now she had seen the mischievous playfulness of the Menehune, she was bound by them to bring but four batches of bananas <laughs> every full moon. From that point on, Lani would venture into the forest during each full moon to join the Menehune in their nighttime revelry with their banana batches in hand, fulfilling her lifetime promise. So they love bananas <laughs> and coconuts, but bananas much more. Like they steal everybody else's bananas. They grow bananas, but they steal everyone's bananas. So <laughs> I, I guess the chief, prom, you know, they had to yeah. make a she had to make a promise. That's a cool story. Yeah, it's totally cool. I love Manahuni. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's go listen to some more old school songs, and we'll be right back for the last story. Sounds good. Mr. Sandman. <laughs> Children, have you ever met the bogeyman before? No, of course you haven't, for you're much too good, I'm sure. Don't you be afraid of him if he should visit you. He's a great big coward, so I'll tell you what to do. Hush, hush, hush. Here comes the bogeyman, don't let him come too close to you, he'll catch you if he can. Just pretend that you're a crocodile, and you will find that bogeyman will run away a mile. Say shoo shoo, and stick him with a pin, bogeyman will very nearly jump out of his skin. Say buzz buzz, just like the wasp that stings, bogeyman will think you are an elephant with wings. Hush, 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 here comes the bogeyman. Tell him you've got soldiers in your bed, for he will never guess that they are only made of lead. Say hush, hush, he'll think that you're asleep. If you make a lovely snore away, he'll softly creep. Sing this tune, you children, one and all. Bogeyman will run away, he'll think it's Henry Hall. When the shadows of the evening creep across the sky, and your mommy comes upstairs to sing a lullaby, tell her that the bogeyman no longer frightens you. Uncle Henry's very kindly told you what to do. Hush, hush, hush. Here comes the bogeyman, don't let him come too close to you, he'll catch you if he can. Just pretend your teddy bear's a dog, then shout out, fetch him, teddy, and he'll hop off like a frog. Say meow, pretend that you're a cat, he'll think you may scratch and that will make him fall down flat. Just pretend he isn't really there. You will find that Boogeyman will finish in thin air. Here 
us one way to catch him without fail. Just keep a little salt with you and put it on his tail. <laughs> Everybody while I sing this song I'm singing about that dance that makes you shake your shoes That dance that gives you folks the heebie-jeebie blues It's called the heebie-jeebie dance What a lot of lullum It's called the heebie-jeebie dance Oh, I got the heebie I'm just a Jekyll and I 
Mr. Sandman, in a quiet suburban neighborhood nestled beneath a canopy of ancient oak trees, a sinister legend lurked. Parents whispered tales of the Sandman, a malevolent entity said to roam the night, stealing the eyes from children who wouldn't sleep. It was a moonless night when young Timmy Jenkins, a spirited ten-year-old, found himself unable to sleep. His bedroom was shrouded in darkness save for a dim nightlight casting eerie shadows on his toys the wind outside rustled the leaves like distant whispers and an uncanny stillness hung in the air timmy tossed and turned his mind racing with thoughts of school friends and the looming dread of a math test in the corner of his room a whisper of movement caught his attention he peered through the gloom and gasped a dark hulking figure loomed there, like a grotesque silhouette against the night. The creature's form was like a monstrous nightmare. Tattered rags clung to its twisted frame, and its fingers were long and bony like twig branches. The eyes, two gleaming orbs in the darkness, were filled with emptiness. It clutched a bag of shimmering sand. From Lonikai Beach. <laughs> Timmy froze his heart pounding in his chest. He knew of the Sandman, the one who threw sand into the eyes of children who refused to sleep. The whispered stories told that if you didn't sleep, 
your eyes would be taken by dawn. The Sandman inched closer, and Timmy could see his own reflection in its soulless eyes. The room grew colder, and the shadows deeper. With a flick of its skeleton hand, the ghostly figure hurled a handful of glistening sand at Timmy's eyes. Timmy cried out in terror and clamped his eyes shut, the sand stinging like a swarm of hornets. He clenched his fists and tried to ward off the Sandman's curse, but the creature persisted. Sleep! The Sandman hissed. Sleep! Desperation clawed at Timmy as he fought to keep his eyes shut. He recited a lullaby his mother used to sing, clinging to every note. But the relentless sting of the sand was excruciating, and the temptation to open his eyes grew unbearable. Time seemed to stand still as Timmy's inner struggle raged on, his eyes ached, and his resolve wavered. Then he remembered a bedtime story about a great guardian who protected children from the shadows of night. And so he whispered the guardian's name. The Sandman recoiled, as if struck by an unwavering force. In a blinding flash, the room was filled with a warm golden light. The monstrous intruder vanished in a cloud of dust. When the light faded, Timmy opened his eyes, relieved to find he wasn't blind. The room was quiet and the darkness outside had retreated. He had defeated the Sandman with the power of his imagination, which was the greatest enemy of the Sandman by far because the Guardian was made up after all. From that night on, Timmy slept soundly, knowing he had the strength to conquer even the darkest of nightmares. The legend of the Sandman became just a distant memory, a tale he could share with friends, proving that one's imagination is the most powerful gift of all. Well, that was scary. Oh, yes. That'll wrap it up, folks. All right. That's another one of our great Halloween podcasts. If you enjoy the free shows... We do highly recommend you sign up and become a patron to access over 100 more free shows. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we were kind of hopeful that if just 10% of the thousands that listen for free would sign up, we'd be good to go. Yeah, that's true. I mean, seriously, if you think about it, that's it. Yeah. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to end this show with more Halloween horror. Now, this is a couple of my favorite 80s vampire movies. <laughs> do you have a favorite vampire movie? I do not. Okay. So, for me, it's always been Lost Boys and Fright Night. So, we're going to go ahead and listen some tunes from them. And then we'll see all you guys in November. Sounds good. Happy Halloween, Happy everyone. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Ready? Ready. Shoot. Shoot. All right. Aloha. Aloha. Your creature of the night, Michael. Just like out of a comic book. You're a vampire, Michael. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Will you wait till mom finds out, buddy? thing about living in Santa Carla, I never could summon All the damn vampires. The last fire will rise behind those eyes. Black house will rock. Blind boys don't lie. Immortal fear. That voice so
gold, Michael, and you'll never die. But you must feed. You have to have faith for this to work on me, Mr. Vincent. Speak up, Allah. It's all the above. All the good. Yeah? So that opens a right way range. Allah. Whether it's Pono, Mikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it. It's still Allah. Be Pono. Be righteous.
Shine 